It's the NFAB Racer X Moto Dynasty Fantasy Moto Show. Welcome to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast, n-fab.com, proudly made in Houston, Texas, U.S. of A. Great sponsors of the JGR Auto Trader team with Pike, Barsha, and Nicoletti. Anything you need for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, n-fab.com has it. You can email me using the contact form on PulpMX, and uh, I can get you a bit of a deal at n-fab.com. And we thank those guys for making this show happen. It is the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. Hey, checking out the numbers for this thing. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. It's growing all the time. There is a segment of people out there apparently that uh, really do like uh, fantasy motocross, and uh, so we uh, we try to offer this show. I'm Steve Mathis with me on the line, the Jason Thomas. I'm here, ready to do this thing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like the enthusiasm already. Okay, I can look forward to a good show. Um, uh, you always can. Uh, the the fantasy thing is uh, is a growing. Uh, like I said, the numbers are good. We're pumped that you people are listening, and uh, you know you can always tweet us at at PulpMX or at Jason sixty six Thomas, and we can try to help you with your picks on race day. JT, you're not going to the races right now. You went to Lakewood, but you're not going to, to a lot of them, so it's tougher at home. But you can try to help out when you can, so people can tweet you. Yeah, I mean, I actually. On the tweeting side, I should be much more available. Um, yeah. You know, just be, just because I won't be uh, working all day. That that's the biggest thing is you know people think we're just like oh you know high five and people are actually like working and and you're doing the goggle thing and I'm doing my you know western right. and fly thing. So it's tough to respond, especially at outdoors because we don't have a press box. We don't have all these things that we're just sometimes you don't even have know, good service answering. Yeah, sometimes yeah. So I think uh, I think my availability should go up. There we go. So uh, we'll try to help you out. I know some people have uh, t- hit, hit, hit us up and said that we've been a lot of help, so that's good. As usual, though, uh, we could be way, way off the mark on many things, like Christian Craig, for example. Boy, we missed a boat on that one, JT. Uh, yeah, but I think everybody did. Yeah, yeah. No, Unless no. your name is Paige, I think that you would have never seen that coming. No, I agree. I agree. But great job by him. And uh, we'll talk about him going forward here. Motocross Dynasty is on Racer X. Uh, we're going to deal with that league. 22 guys. Or, yeah, 20. No, 20 guys, each class, and uh, get them, you know, you don't have to pick 20, but you probably should, and uh, get them as close as you can to where they actually finish, and uh, you get points. Big strategy in Motocross Dynasty, JT, is getting all 20 right. That's a big one. You can miss Yeah, I don't order, think it's but... possible. Um, we came close last week, but this week we were, I, I was nowhere near. Um... Uh, I had 18. Yeah, I don't think I had that many. I didn't have Tommy. I had Tommy Hahn in. I had Kelly Ruskin. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to pull it up right now. I, uh, I know I had those two. I had Matt Lemoyne and Derek Anderson. I did not. I, so I missed out. I did not have Jesse Wentland and Evgeny Mikhailov. Yeah, so those are those are the only two I, I missed out on. Were Ruskin Hahn. Oh, okay. And I went with Lemoyne and Anderson. I thought yeah. Anderson hometown. He got twenty first one moto, but um, but motocross dynasty big big uh, points for. Um, Getting all twenty-two, getting all twenty right, and then uh, you get because you get zero points if the guy doesn't even place in the top twenty. So if you get him right, you get some points. Like the worst you could do is, well, you could get ten points or something. You know, if you're way off on a guy's finish, but chances are, if you're way off, everybody else is way off also. So basically, right. try to group them in as much as you can. You get bonus points for pole position, moto winner score, whole shot score. I've been picking Eli Tomac the last three weeks for a moto win, so that's paying off. I'm going to have to change that strategy now with uh, with Eli out. And um, also, Motocross Fantasy 
Four riders, handicap league, uh, four riders, each class can't pick the same rider two weeks in a row. And uh, there we go. So those are the two leagues we're going to deal with right now when it comes to the uh, NFAB Fantasy, Racer X Fantasy Motor Show. Um, JT, I didn't do that well in, in really either class. 384 points in Moto Dynasty for 450s. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Kenny Rocks in second place right. Um, I got uh, Justin Barsha's sixth place right. And that's about it. So Yeah, I think I only got... Um, I think I only got Dungey right in first overall. Why'd you go with that over Eli Thomas? Eh, just uh, winging a prayer a little bit. Just just was feeling it. Wow. I don't know. I yeah. don't really have a great answer for you. Wow, impressive for sure. Cause I, yeah, I, yeah I had... but then the rest of it was just kind of a mess. I was one off on a lot. I was one off on Purcell. I was one off on Roxon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but my score wasn't great. I only had 355 points, so it yeah. wasn't wasn't a good day. Did you get the Tomac Moto win? I did. I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I did. I did. Oh. Uh, I thought I didn't have the pole position or the whole shot though. Sorry, did, I did have did, the Moto win. Did you go for which? Those? I think everybody probably did. I, I would hope so. Did you go for those? Whole no, shot? I did. Oh, okay, all right. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I didn't have a great great uh, Moto Moto Dynasty 450 class. Moto Dynasty 250 class, of course. JT, we know that you have problems getting into it. A little, we'll, bit of a, little bit of a miscue there. We won't touch on that. Uh, I lost a moto winner score. I thought Marvin would win a moto, so I lost out on that. I, uh, I got Jeremy Martin winning, which was correct. I had Nelson in third, and he got fourth. I had Cincerillo in fourth, and he got third. So one, uh, I, had, I had my three, four guys in the wrong order. Um, Zach Osborne obviously missed out. Alex Martin got me zero. I think I probably got everybody zero. And also uh, Hunter Sales I had for 19th after a good qualifying time. Mm-hmm. He got me zero. So I didn't have Connor Elliott, who was 20th. And for the first time all year, I did not put Dakota Alex in my top 20. And for the first time all year, he gets in the top 20. Thank you, Dakota Alex. Um, I don't know where you Scorned. Yeah. yeah I, was, um, I'm, I got a little bit of your bitterness towards these riders. When that happened, because he, he, I picked him in Motocross Fantasy and Moto Dynasty. Moto Dynasty all three weeks in the top 20 overall and somewhere in there. And Motocross Fantasy picked him one or two weeks and got nothing. So um, Kyle Peters, I correctly nailed Kyle, Kyle Peters is 11th, 22 points for me. After Craig's qualifying, I had him in 10th overall. I was still way off. So um, 348 points for me for... Um, for Moto Dynasty for the 250 class. And so overall on Moto Dynasty, which is, um, I did pretty good in Supercross. Uh, I'm ranked 17th overall in forfeit and in outdoors right now. Mm-hmm. So not, not so bad. Um, and then in the Racer X Fantasy League, well, I'm killing those guys, which I did in all Supercross, and I'm continuing to do outdoors. So good job, Chase and Weege and everybody at Racer X. You're not even really a challenge. Pulp League, I'm third. Just passed, I passed a Dan Truman, DT101, in the, oh, pulp, wow. in the pulp League this past weekend. So, uh, nice. Yeah, suck, suck on that, Truman. What, um, what place are you in in the 450 class? Because obviously that's the only one I'm in. Uh, 450s only? Sixth yeah, place. Oh, sixth. sixth place. Sixth, yeah. And you are th- second, tied for second. Tied for second, yeah. Just uh, .67 off the lead. You, uh, you have 420.33 points. How do they do that .33? It's an average. It's average. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I made eight points total off. Right. I'm, I'm seven back of you, 413. So, so yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we're not. I'm going to widen that up this I weekend. I mean, we should be 
with with the way we have our own podcast show, people are paying us to do this. We should be one and two, but we're two and six. So come on, not so bad. Pretty strong. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. I tell you what, though, I find it hard at the outdoors, JT, to get my picks in and really think about it. There's a at the races themselves, uh, Supercross, plenty of time to do that. Plenty of time to adjust your lineup and go around and, and, and figure it out. And outdoors, first of all, the internet and the press tent isn't always great. I'm very busy with the goggles. There's no time in outdoors from after practice. Um, I'm finding it tough to go in and move guys around and everything else. Well, you, you think about it, we have six hours less time. So, yeah, really, not right? easy. Right. Um, well, no, after Supercross last practice, there's four hours. Four or five. No, I'm just saying in the day. Oh, know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And during the day, we have six hours less of time to get this done. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I do, I follow my own advice that we've been giving you guys all year long. I pick my lineup for Moto Dynasty. Uh, I'll pick it on Friday if I'm at the hotel or whatever. I'll pick 20 guys and where I think they're going to go. So that way it saves me a little bit of time on Saturday and I can move them around from there and add and delete if some guys get hurt or don't show up or whatever. Um, so I do that. And same thing, same thing with Motocross Fantasy. I pick my lineup beforehand. And you should, too, just because uh, you never know what can happen on Saturday on race day or say you get your time zones mixed up. Like, for example, my brother. He's uh, two hours ahead in Canada, and he's uh, five years older than I am, and he cannot still grasp the concept of time zones. He <laughs> he will still text me and wonder what time it is, where I am, what time, you know. I think I'm, obviously he doesn't travel like we do, but some people have trouble with time zones. I found this out. So if you're wondering about time zones, Pick your lineup ahead of time because it could come back to bite you, maybe. So, uh, Muddy Creek this weekend, Muddy Creek, Tennessee, coming up. Uh, looks like a mutter. Been raining all week there. It's supposed to rain on the weekend. Now, we said that for Lakewood, and it turned out amazing. Uh, it was a great day, tremendous day. It's showing, it's showing sunshine on Saturday. Oh, it yeah. is? Okay. Yeah, all but right. that could change again. Yeah, I, um, uh, I'm not pumped on the, um, the Apple phone weather app either. Right, I feel like you should right. get more in depth. But, uh, well, hopefully it does. Anyways, rain or not, rain throws everything up for in, into a loop. But any specialists, Muddy Creek specialists, JT? I don't think Mike Brown is racing. I heard he was going to uh, try. But Zach Osborne should do really well. Yeah, coming off a podium, too, at Lakewood. Yeah, and he's he's a local guy there. Um, I think Justin Brayton rides. You know, he's been back in North Carolina. He's back in North Carolina now. He moved away for a bit, but he's lived there for a few years now. Um so I think he'll be better. Why would he be uh, better at, at Muddy Creek, though? I don't, well, I just I don't think follow he's used you. to that type of dirt. That's what he rides on. Oh, okay. All, all, right. all the time. Uh, and I just think he's better on the East Coast type stuff. So I look for him to be, to be better than we've seen him. What about, uh, what about but, I'm thinking a guy like Barsha or, or Filthy? East Coast dudes. Uh, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, could be. I mean, it's for the same reasons as Justin Brayton. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely a little bit of difference, though, from the first three rounds to this round. Dirt, oh, no doubt about dirt it. Dirt and, and traction and, and all that humidity. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, humidity. Um, yeah. yeah, especially if it's been raining all week, it's going to get pretty bad. So, um, yeah, one of those things to think about when you go east, there's new, new, uh, new riders emerge. And, you know, when a series heads back west to uh, Utah and Washougal, you got to think about those guys, too, a little bit. So, like, a Jesse Nelson, for example, has been pretty strong, didn't have a great hang town, pretty strong the last two weeks. I'm not putting, up, I'm not putting him as high. Sealy, maybe not even Sealy, because hmm. of Muddy Creek. What do you think about that? I could see it. I could see it. I think I think uh, Nelson will be okay either way. I just think the competition level is a little 
a little bit lower, and I think he's one of the better guys. Seeley, I think, you know, he the 450 guys are deeper, so, you know, Seeley could go fourth or he could go 11th, and I don't think that it would be that hard to do either one for him. Like, he, he mm-hmm. could basically ride the same and, and finish in either place. So right. I, I think he would be a little bit more suspect to drop back a bit. Right, right. Obviously, Eli Tomac is out. Uh, Roxon yep. is getting better. He's uh, closer to Dungy. Probably should have had he was the a over- lot better last. Yeah, should, probably sure. should have had the overall if he hadn't had that flat front. Yep. Um, would you go Moto Dynasty wise? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm almost thinking like Moto Win wise, picking Moto Wins. Like we we were just stamping Eli Tomac and we were getting it all. Um, I hope everybody was putting Eli Tomac in there. I don't think I'm going to do that. I can't confidently say which dude can win a moto out of those two. And I, and I no way no way in hell would I pick anybody else. Yeah, I think I think you're safe picking Dunge though. I really do. Really? Uh yeah, he won a moto there last year. Oh, he's going to win, he, you know, tons of motos everywhere, but damn. Yeah, yeah I, he will he will be on my team, you know. Choose at your own risk, yeah. but I I will be picking Ryan Dunge for a moto win. Do you do you think who do you think wins going forward from here? Does do they split things? I mean, never mind the points lead Dungey's got and all that. Are they going to split things? How are you going to pick the winner on a particular day? Because I'm going to guess they're qualifying pretty well. I think they're going to be really close. I don't think there's a clear favorite because uh, I, I really do believe Roxham was better last weekend mm-hmm. than, than Dungey. Um, I think, you know, I still think Roxham's fitness isn't perfect, but I think his speed, I think his speed's going to be a little bit better than, than Dungey's at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see how that balance plays out of Dungey's so consistent and he's going to get the start every time I feel like so right. can Roxon be that much better that he'll win you know that the head-to-head motos where they both get starts can he win those because I think there will be motos that that Dungey just wins uh because he's he's just so much better overall in those situations yeah like for for example um you know the the Moto Dynasty scoring if you're one off, well, I guess it changes from one to two, right? With the scoring matrix they have, I was yes, gonna say yes. fifty points is the perfect score for right. nailing the winner, um, and it goes kind of differently down from there in their scoring matrix. But I mean, if you don't, you know, you're gonna get rocks and dungy. Everyone's gonna put them one two in some order, and it's kind of important to get it. Yeah, I mean, those are the biggest points up for grabs. So nailing the the podium spots right in order are, are big points. Yeah. So who would you pick for the win this weekend? I'm going to go with Dunge, but yeah. it could, it's subject to change. Of course, um, absolutely. You know, if, if Roxon just comes out and really impresses me, then maybe. But sitting here on, on a Wednesday, I would say, uh, I would say Dunge is, is the right. – I don't want to say easy pick, but he makes a pretty strong case for it. I think you're, you're more confident in Dunge than I am. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's going to go first or second. You know what I mean? So, Well, uh, you know, and I mean, obviously we've seen the – the problems, but uh, I don't believe Roxon's beat him in a moto yet, right? Um, no, beat him in the no, yeah, yeah. So it's I know what you're saying. Like he he, he would have could have should have beat him in the second moto uh, this past weekend, but he hasn't done it yet. So it's hard for me to steer away from that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So this third spot's up for grabs now every week. Uh, well, technically, they're all up for grabs, but uh, this third slot's up for grabs. Uh, Baggett got it this weekend. Tickle, four. Sealy, five. Barsha, six. 
Who do we like consistently putting in there? I mean, who give it, who's four guys we should put in there? I mean, I, I would say Baggett, Barsha, Anderson. Ah, man, I don't Pike. know. Pike, yeah? Yeah, you got to yeah. put Pike in there. Yeah, Pike, okay. So Baggett, Pike, Anderson, Barsha, those four guys? Should one of those be three every week? Um, I think so. It'll be interesting to see if anybody else can join the join the fray. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, that's a pretty good start. Porcel? Um, Where are we at with Porcel? I don't think six so. Motos I just, his best moto finish is a fifth, so right. it's hard for me to put him in the fight for third. Right. I wonder if he's going to get better. You know, as he gets, maybe he, maybe he got a, he got a late jump on the series, so he didn't really get better last year. You know, no, no, he kind of every he almost got worse. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he was fast qualifying. He would do really well in one moto. One moto wouldn't go so well. Like it was right. almost, and you could kind of pick which ones you wanted. Anderson, I was a bit surprised with at Lakewood. He got he faded pretty bad. Um, he's been hot and cold. One moto, one bad moto, one good moto. So we'll have to take a, keep an eye on him and Sealy. Um, Nicoletti's probably in that eight to ten spot. Purcell's in that seven to ten spot. Sealy's probably in that seven to ten spot, right? I think After- Tickle could maybe make a case for it. He was damn good last weekend, dude. But he can't. I'm a. I mean, he, can, he can't consistently get the start. Oh, he just can't. I mean, he yeah. he rides good for a couple weeks, and you're like, okay, he's got it. He's turning the corner. He's gonna be in that fight for those mm-hmm. dudes. Maybe not get third or fourth, but fight those dudes for it. And then the next thing you know, goes he goes eleven eleven. Or whatever. Yeah, he could be good this weekend, though. He's a North Carolina boy. Yeah. Yeah, so, maybe, huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know everyone thinks he's from Michigan, but he's really not. Yeah. Uh, Fast Freddie Norn twisted a knee, so he's not quite on the level where I thought he would be. He hasn't been able to back up that ninth yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Brayton was 10th. Start putting Brayton, I'd say, around there, right? Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll get better um, than that. I think he'll be a seven eight six seven eight guy here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't really shown that quite yet. Yeah. And is is it just me, or has Kyle Chisholm finished between 10 and 15 every single race this year? Every single race. Yeah, and he should, <laughs> you know, unless he has a crash or something right, right. goes a, a I would know, love to see. I think that's kind of his, his place right now. Somebody somebody listen to this. Go through the whole season for Chisholm and give him an average finish. I bet you it's 12. <laughs> bet you, Probably. I bet you his average finish is 12. I mean, he was fourth in that first moto for a while, and he just went backwards fast to his original spot where he right. where, where his home is. And the then old David Billman uh, strategy. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, second moto, he charges up hard and rides great, passes Chad, passes Brayton, I think, and, uh, you know, ends up – well, maybe not Brayton, but he passed somebody else and ends up right where he should be. So, uh, Grant, Josh Grant's status, do we know? Uh, I haven't heard a word, actually. Okay, he was limping pretty bad. He had a brace on at the end of the day with his knee. Yeah. So take a look at that going forward. Uh, Jesse Wentland got into the top 20 for the first time. I know you're very bitter about that, like me and Dakota Alex. But um, yep, is that, do we see a 16-16, pretty good ride? Yeah, he was what I expected to see at Hangtown. That's what I thought I was getting. Um, <laughs> but And then you didn't. Yeah, that didn't really pan out. Right. So um, excuse me if I'm bitter, but I am. Uh, Cunningham's been okay this year. A lot of top 20 finishes. So probably put him right. in the mix, right? Will Hahn's yep. up and down. Chad Reed, your buddy Chad Reed, he's got to be better than he was in Lakewood. But I, having said that... Is he going to be there? Well, yeah, keep an eye on that, right? I think he's yeah, there. I don't, we, we I don't ta- know that that's anywhere near confirmed. We talked about this, point. though, on our show. And we all think he's going to be there, except for somebody didn't. But 
Yeah, I am a little less oh, optimistic okay. than I was. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, if he is there, where's he going? Where's he going to be? If he is there, he will be somewhere around eight to ten. Yeah, I was going to say eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Right, probably. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on practice times, people. As always, check after practice because maybe there's an injury. Justin Watch Hill, the weather too. Justin Hill, for example, I took him out of my two D lineup as the guys were going off for the parade lap. That's I, that's not that's until I, I asked Roger DeCoster. He said he's not there. I tweeted it, and then I took him out of my line as they were taking off for the parade lap. That's how close it was. So um, keep an eye on that going forward. I agree. No, uh, it's, um, you know, fantasy is all about up-to-the-minute info. So I added – I do. If you think you can fill out your team on Friday and, and you're going to finish good on a consistent basis, you're dreaming. I put out Justin Hill and took out, to put in Zach Williams. So I got 20 points from putting Thanks. in Williams. Um, yeah, so, okay, so 250 class – well, we saw Marvin get seventh this weekend, but as I wrote in my column, as we talked about, it's it's Martin and Muskan, the rest. You gotta go one, two in some order, right? Yeah, those guys are easily the class of the field. Um, you yeah. know, we had a little uh you know, Muskan's mishap kinda threw a wrench into that statement this mm-hmm. past weekend, but on a consistent basis, if you want to be right most of the time, you have to put those guys one or two. How would you decide one or two? Would you look at qualifying only? I look at qualifying, but I also look at past history, uh, the dirt content. Um, I think Martin's better when the dirt's softer. Yeah. You know, he he kind of shot that theory in the foot last weekend, running away with both motos. But I think still, uh, right. I think he excels when the dirt's softer. So, but Marvin's um, past winner at this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know the next two races. I've wrote about it quite a bit already this week. That these two races coming up, Muddy Creek and High Point. Um, Jeremy Martin struggled at both of those. Yeah. Um, the first five motos of 2014, he went one 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 one. The next five motos in 2014, he went two six, uh, two six eight ten six. Okay, yeah. Two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. High Point was a miserable day for him. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, so he, it was a. Uh, I remember it was 125 points in the first five motos and 78 points in the second five motos. Right. So, uh, so these two races could be very telling as far as how this championship goes. And two years ago, Marvin won Muddy Creek with a 2-2, I believe. Right. Uh, last year, Cooper Webb won, not racing this year. Cooper Webb would be my favorite, for sure, if he was lining up. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, so go forward from there. Martin and Muskan in some order. JT is sort of hinting at you putting Muskan first this weekend. And Martin second? I think so. Yeah, uh, I, I like if I have to pick between those two, which obviously that's what we're saying, I, I'd lean a little uh, bit more towards Marvin. And you're going, I said I'd put start putting Jesse Nelson a little further back than I have been. I had him for third in Thunder Valley. I had him for, right. I think I had him in fourth in, in Hangtown. I think I had him pretty high up in Glen Helen, too. Yeah. Uh, I like Cincerillo to start going three to five every race. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so I, I'm going to put Nelson back. I might start putting. Uh, I got like Plessinger up there, you know, an East Coast guy, a little higher. I don't mm-hmm. know into that high, but I, I don't have faith in Craig yet. I know he's probably going to hear this, or someone's going to tell him he's going to send me another suck at text. But can we, can, where's he at? Can he do this again? I think he'll be pretty good. I think he'll be top ten. Yeah. Oh, um, I, no, no, I agree. Yeah, top ten all day. But is he getting another uh, fifth overall? I think that'll be tough. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm not putting him top five. But, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully he proves me wrong. Nothing against yeah. him. I just have to, 
you know, make my opinions on past results. Yeah. And this weekend he got fifth, but I don't see that being then a week-in and week-out thing. I think guys like Osborne, Cincerillo, Jesse Nelson, even Alex Martin, uh, those guys are going to – Justin Hill, those guys are all going to have something to say about it. Yeah, if Hill's racing, keep an eye on that. Have you heard he's in or out? Do you know? Uh, his dad said he was fine on the Pulp Show on Monday. Oh, he did? Uh, but I don't know if that means ready to race or just, you know, fine okay. as in a general well-being. <laughs> I must have missed that when he was getting very angry and I was wondering about yeah. And it was in the middle of his rant. Yeah. He said uh, right. he went to the hospital and he checked out okay. Right, but. right. Um, yeah, Alex Martin is certainly somebody who needs to be automatically in your top five. I, almost for sure. Top five? Uh, that's, that's What? That's tough for me. Alex Martin not in the top five? Um, oh no! Oh no! Top five. I mean, he had I don't a terrible think that you can rally. just guarantee that. Yeah. No. No. Stamp it. You watch him ride. Yep. I don't know. You think so? You think he's better than Cirillo? Uh, no. Osborne. Uh, sure. Yeah. He he's ca- better than Zach Osborne. He caught him past Zach Osborne in Lakewood in the first moto before he went down. In the second, uh, he moto. was ahead in, of him for a lap in the second moto. Caught, but he caught him past him. Right. Got by. Well, there was you know there was about twenty eight minutes oh, left yeah. in the race. No. No. For sure. For sure. Oh, okay. yeah. No. I don't think that you can stamp Alex Martin in the top five. I don't care what kind of goggles he wears or what kind of gear he wears. <laughs> no, no. No. I was going to say, listen, he wears fly before you threw that in there. Um, no, I stamp him. Top five. Uh, because, look, Jordan Smith was six. I can't count on Jordan Smith. I can't. No, I can't either. Okay. I can't count on an off-the-couch Christian Craig. I can't nope. count on RJ Hampshire. I can't count on Plessinger. Like, you look at these guys. Savachi, yeah, okay. Now we're getting it around the four five range. Okay. But Cincerillo, Savachi, Osborne, um Yeah. Justin Hill. Yeah, no. Jesse Nelson. No, too many too many guys that are sketchy. Stamp um, stamp Alex Martin into the top five spot. Well, okay. Okay. Um Osborne too. I don't know that I'm 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 not on board with that for the record. Okay. That's good. Give us something to argue about then. Um yeah, Adam I think Adam third, right? Start putting Adam third? I mean, depending on... I mean, look... He, I think he, this week for this weekend, I have a battle for the podium between Adam and Osborne. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Osborne's probably got 8,000 laps at Muddy Creek. Yep. So, so does Adam. Oh, you think? Yeah, you think he'd be there? A lot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big, big amateur track. Oh, like, okay. I had to go there a million times as an amateur. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so Adam's got a lot of, t- a lot of laps on it. Um, and Nelson is, is good. He's good and he's consistent, although I'm a little worried about his fitness right now. He's been... Fading back, but so uh, Cincerello, Osborne, and Alex Martin, and Jesse Nelson. There's six guys. Figure out your top five. Leave one of those dudes out. Um, yep. Craig Smith. Smith is so hot and cold. God, he's so hot and cold. Road great at Lakewood, though. Uh, I'll tell you yep. what. One thing you can stamp is Luke Reslin probably finishing between 13 and 15. Probably. Of, he's been there every damn time. Yeah, a lot of those. What about Kyle Peters? He's been riding well. Um, oh, yeah, you know, I think the starts are crucial for him. Yeah. Uh, when he ride, when he gets a good start, he's able to ride at the front. He's yeah. certainly not scared of those guys. And he's got, he's got, uh, he just needs to make sure that happens. He's got great fitness, so yeah, he gets a start. He can just pound the same lap time for thirty plus two, but I don't think he's got the raw speed to move up when he doesn't get that start, right? Yep. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I think he's a uh, he's a guy that does well with a good start, but. If if he gets a bad start, he kind of walks into the pace around him a little bit too much. Moto Dynasty, so that's 20 guys. Um, are there any dudes showing up that we should be aware of, like local dudes that are good at this place or anything? Like, I remember a few years ago, I remember we had uh, Robbie Marshall qualify really well. 
Um, if Mike Brown shows up, which I heard he was, and now then I heard he wasn't. So I'm not really positive on that. But you haven't heard anything. I'm not sure. If Mike Brown shows up, where would you put him right now? He's going to ride a 450 or 250. No, I think he'd ride a, a big bike. Yeah, 450. Yeah, I would think so too. Um, some somewhere around 10, 15th. Oh, really? 15. Oh, okay. 15. Yeah. Not as much faith in. Well, I think the class is pretty deep right now, even with the loss of Tomac and those guys. I can't see him getting in there and beating like Seeley and Baggett and these guys like Pike and Phil even and Barsha and just I just don't see that happening. Sorry. Right. You know, right. Like, Maybe maybe he gets twelfth, right? Okay. But I don't know, man. You're just gonna jump in right in the middle of their, you know, they're these guys are firing on all cylinders by round four. I I don't see that happening. Okay. Not right. at forty five years old or however old he is. Right, right. He's sixty four. <laughs> um, but just think about his laps at Muddy Creek. You want to talk about Osborne having some laps at Muddy Creek? Oh, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but you know what? You know the interesting thing is the track is just so much different. Yeah for national than it is at any other time of the year. And that goes for any track out there. The national track is just always completely different. The dirt's different. They haul in dirt. They disc it differently. Mm-hmm. You know, MX Sports has their twist on things, on how they do things and how they want things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just like it's going to be a, you know, an, a local race weekend in you know, March or something for Brownie. It, it would be a different situation than he's used to. Who's the owner again? What's his name? Uh, Sam Gammon. Yeah, Sam Gammon. You don't think Sam, Camp, Sam, Sam Gammon has a Mike Brown line in the back somewhere? Or some banners? Probably. Or some banners? I'm sure Brownie <laughs> knows the track inside and out. But no, I, I mean like an actual real like cutting off of the banners and Mike Brown takes that every lap. <laughs> Maybe so. Right. All right. Uh, thanks to uh, nfab n-fab.com and RacerX for doing this podcast. Great guys at nfab. And uh, anything you need for your Jeep truck or SUV with bumpers or steps or whatever, go ahead and uh, get a hold of nfab and uh, they'll hook you up n-fab.com. And of course, Scott Sports, established in 1958, located in Salt Lake City, Utah, is a leading international manufacturer. Premium bike accessories, equipment, running shoes, motorsport, and winter sport products. Scott Sports, JT, probably has the number one goggle guy in the industry. John, Johnny Knowles. Uh, I'm good with that. They're proud to sponsor Team Monster Pro Circuit. Trey Kennard, Blake Baggett, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Tixier DeSalle over in uh, Europe, Russell and Borich in the GNCCs, Chad Weenan, uh, ATV quad god, made in the USA, hashtag no shortcuts, innovation, design, technology, at Scott Motorsports on Twitter and Instagram and all that. This is the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. All right, JT, let's move on to Motocross Fantasy, shall we? All right. I, I scored 128 points in 450s. I had Jesse Wentland, 72. Matt LeMoyne, shitty. Josh Grant, shitty. And Killy Rusk, thank you for coming out. <laughs> So, yeah, I wasn't really excited about that effort. And I, scored, I know it wasn't his fault, apparently, but... And, but in 250s, you know I mean. in 250s, uh, 270. Pretty good, right? All right. Uh, Craig, 100. Zach Osborne, 100. Hunter Sales, 40. And Daniel Baker, 30. So, um, not so bad. The number one scoring riders in 450s, John Short, 76 points. Um, Cole Seeley, 74. Tickle, 72. Wentland, 72. I had Wentland. Mikhailov, 70. Who saw that coming? Wow. Um, and then the number one rider, the race results. Do they have 250s here? Oh, yeah. Osborne, 100. Craig, Craig, 100. Jordan Smith, 100. Cincerillo, 76. Jackson Richardson, 72. Zach Williams, 70. Brandon Shear, 70. So, 
Um, how'd you do? I did okay. Um, I don't have my point totals here, but I had uh, Derek Anderson. Wasn't awesome. The second moto was DNF. First yeah. moto was okay. Uh, I believe he got me around 40 points the first moto. Uh-huh. Uh, I had Justin Brayton. That was good, um, which was all right. wasn't wasn't the end of the world. He was a handicap five, um, so he got decent points. Uh, I also had Josh Grant, which was one average. Uh, yeah. He got right on the number. He got thirteenth, and his he was a handicap three. Then yeah. the second moto was a DNF, which I, got, I was super excited about. I got a, I had Grant too. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I also had Kelly Rusk, which was just a <laughs> all the way across the board. Kelly Rusk all day long. really Kelly Rusk also let down Dan Truman, I believe, too. So yeah. all three of us just got bit by the Kelly Rusk bug. Now let me tell you this. Uh now so Kelly wears X Brown goggles that I provide him every weekend. Mm-hmm. If he's a handicap eighteen and he's doing really well and he has a goggle failure, would I expect to hear it from you and Truman in a very nasty way? Uh if I knew that it was a goggle issue and I somehow got that information passed along to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably exact my revenge upon you somehow. Okay. I would, it would go much further than just being upset. Right. So never mind Killy. I have some issues, too. I so. might be killing you. Right. Uh, so, okay. So, Muddy Creek this weekend. Um, now, obviously, these things are going to change after qualifying. Your picks are going to change after qualifying and everything else. What about this short guy? Should I pick him again? He's on again. He kept 15. I think picking anybody with the last name short is always a good idea. Right, right. That's my honest opinion. Uh, Wentland, I can't pick Wentland. His handicap's nine. Uh, Lemoyne's got a nine. I can't pick him. Um, so who do you like? Who 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 looks good? In the 450, I think uh, there's there's more options than the 250, which we'll get into. But yep. have a few guys here. If you can pick Brayton, uh, I wouldn't say it's a bad pick. You know, his handicap's only one, but I think he'll have a good weekend. Um, Kyle Chisholm, we talked about how he's always been in that 10 to 15. He's a four, so I think uh wouldn't be the worst pick ever. Kyle Cunningham is a six, uh, which he landed right on that number last week. So always got to be careful with him. He, oh, you know, he's yeah. kind of a roller coaster of results. Oh, Kyle Cunningham over the years. Yeah. Yeah. If Josh Grant's there and healthy, then I think you should pick him at a four, but I just don't know that that's going to be the case at all. Right, right. Uh, Tommy Hahn, um, he's a five. You know, that's kind of at your own peril there. I don't know what his situation is. I know he was a little bit beat up last week. Right. Um, Will Hahn, I feel better about it, a six. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid pick. He didn't have the greatest weekend ever, but he's certainly better than 16th place. Mm-hmm. Lemoyne, same thing. Uh, he hasn't had a great season so far. He's a nine, uh, but he's capable of better than that. We just haven't seen it so far this year. Phil Nicoletti's a one, uh, should be better than that. Frederick Norn, I'm not sure exactly how healthy he is, but he looked he looked fine on the track. I just know he had a kind of a get-off at press day. He's a four. Uh, he certainly could do something there. I, I don't think Derek Anderson shows up again, right? He's no, a, I don't. Yeah, he's got a job and everything, but he's 18. So Right, right. Uh, which he was last week as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. But he, he, yeah. he, was, he was on his way to killing it um, had he finished that second moto. Right, right. Uh, Jesse Wentland as a nine, um, big points scored off him last weekend. I think there's still some value there, but he's going to have to ride well. Yeah, and then what, the last, what would he have been? What would he have been last week? Do you remember? Uh, Wentland was a fifteen or sixteen. Okay, because I know I picked him, but I just didn't know. Yeah, can't I can't exactly remember. Right, right. Um, okay, but he he was a good he was a good pick, obviously. Uh, Schmelian and Ronnie Stewart 
are the last two, and there are 16 and 18. Ronnie Stewart's having a terrible outdoor season. He is having a terrible outdoors, uh, no doubt about it. So was he this both bad? Of those outdoors? guys are a little bit more of the the you know wild card guys. But if you want to yeah. gamble, um, you know, was he this bad your, last uh, year? There's your hard eight to throw your money out there on. Was Ronnie Stewart this bad last year? Uh, I don't remember. I don't honestly remember. I never feel like he's ever been that much of a threat or, or mm-hmm. made a real dent outdoors. Right. What about Mikhailov, the Russian? Can he build some momentum? He's a 13. I don't know. I've been a little turned off of the Russians ever since Rocky IV. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a 13, maybe I'll let him sneak in there. Um. So who would you like? Who would you pick? Tell me. My team on Wednesday would be... Wilhan. Um, what is Wilbur? Six. He's okay. a six. six. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly Mikhailov. Uh Heath Harrison is an eighteen. Forgot to mention him. He will be. He will be most likely on my team. What, why would you pick Heath Harrison? Why would? Um, you, why would? What would little you insider pick? info. I just like like what he's working with. Insider info. Yeah. So this is a fantasy show where we're supposed to help out people with insider info. Yeah, I'm trying to win too. <laughs> Great. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> No, I think uh, Killy Rusk, even though he burned me, I probably would go back to the well. Um, he's an 18, and he's going to pay off at some point, folks. I'm telling you right now. I don't know if it's this week or next week or if it's 2019 well, at Glen Helen, but Killy Rusk is going to pay off. He's, he's not going to get you 80 points on a day here soon. He, if he pays off this weekend, I am going to be very upset. Oh, yeah. Because guess who can't pick him? That would be me. Yeah, neither of us. Right. So... Um, you see, if you're watching TV and Wygant's announcing, and you see a rock flying from out of the screen into Killy Rusk's head, that's me throwing it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, that's folks. a rusky take. <laughs> it picking, is picking Killy. It is. Um, yeah, you know what? You said there is more value in this class, and I haven't looked at 250s yet. The 250 is rough. Okay, well, this sucks balls. I don't like. <laughs> well, well, hold on just a second. Okay, because I don't like any of these dudes as like okay. stamp it surefire picks like Cunningham, 16th or better. Come on, it's Kyle Cunningham. He's he just got on a Suzuki. He will yep. have the power of fly racing gear this weekend, but still, um, I don't like any of these guys. I like Will Hunt. No, okay, I, I'm not stamping Will, but that's a good pick. Well, I tell you what, when we turn the page of the 250, you might as well just close your eyes and throw darts. Okay, it's really bad. All right, 250 class. Let's move on to that. Oh, look, Dakota Alex is there again. 19th. Uh, yeah, he is. That's actually not bad. Um, maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna pull together. Yeah, I don't think he's much better than what he's finishing right now. Uh, okay. I really don't. Um, it is nice Chris to see. Aldridge, I had a one. I don't think there's much there unless he rides like he did a hangtown. It is nice to see in motocross fantasy when you pick a guy like Christian Craig, he gets you 100 points, and then you see the next week that he's not even a handicap, and he, and you're just like, ah, oh, sweet, no one's going to pick him. I got a maximum right. amount of value from yep. Christian Craig. Uh, the one guy I do like, I like Daniel Baker at an 11. He's from Kentucky, and this track's not far from Kentucky. so uh, I can't pick him. Uh, he will absolutely be on my team. Uh, Daniel Baker's an 11. Matt Bichelli has a zero. Don't think there's much there. He's mm-hmm. been finishing right around that, even with a hole shot. Uh, moving down the list, since Rilla Craig are both uh, single-point handicaps, not much value. Jordan Smith is a, a zero, so. Right. I mean, if he goes, if Jordan Smith. is a one, kind of the same thing. If Jordan Smith. Uh, then goes, you have all these gray guys, Hill, Justin Hill, Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin, McElrath. So, I mean, you can pick them, but you're never going to get a huge score out of them. Yeah, my gray guys are actually the, the handicap on my screen, as we've gone through right. this before. Um, right. Jordan Smith, 
double points zero, he goes five six again or whatever he did. You're killing it. You're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna love him. But I don't know. Yeah, you're not gonna love him as much as you did last week, but you're still gonna be solid points. Yeah. Um, yeah. But man, he the kid is crazy fast, but. The first word crazy is also in there, so keep that in mind. <laughs> right. um, he had a solid weekend last week, which, you know, it's it's impressive to me to see him not make mistakes on a track that tricky, but um, he did it. So good for him. Um, certainly wouldn't be the worst pick in the world, but I think I think last weekend was the week weekend to take Jordan Smith, not this one. So Plessinger, 12 or better? Yeah, it's not terrible. Reslin, six, but he's uh, been right around that anyway. You know, yeah. Hangtown was good, but he hasn't been that much better than 12th. Right. Um, Kyle Peters, the same thing. Luke Renslin, the same thing. Uh, Oldenburg, same thing at a four. So the, that's the problem is he has all these guys right on where I think, right in their zone of where they'll mm-hmm. finish. So you're, you're really taking a risk of, of not, them not coming through. Do you know who I like out of this list? And I hate to say this. I'll tell you what, who my number one pick would be on this list. Your number one pick on this whole list. Well, on 250 class, 250 class. I think would be, I'm going to say, hmm, I don't know. My number Surprise. one pick out of everybody on here, and I hate to say it, is Dakota Alex. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I think he's going to, I think he got some confidence from Lakewood, and I think he'll turn it around. He's 19 or better. I've already been burnt by him every time. What do you What do you think he's really like? What do you think he's capable of every weekend? Well, I look at his practice times. He qualifies pretty well, or right. he has been qualifying pretty well. So he's got the speed to qualify decently. Now, this is nineteenth or better. So you know, I mean, can he go? Can Can Dakota Alex go sixteen sixteen? You know, maybe. I mean, he yeah. His points. But I mean, it's it's even if he does, it's that's not incredible points right i mean it's good what about me wrong what about red dog but it's guy? not just a home run what about red dog's guy Hart hampshire no his new guy grundall no his new guy how many guys do you got mel, <laughs> mel ross yeah mel ross the australian <laughs> he's got a lot of guys he's they're all yeah. at the red dog academy um <laughs> yeah mel ross 20th or better and he did that. Uh, he did yeah, that I don't know. Him. He got 18th overall, I think, at Glen Helen, which was his best overall ever. Yeah. You know, he don't third race, but yeah. I don't know. I just don't see a ton of value in 10th. You know, how much better is he going to do than right, that? Right, right, right. I'm going to call Alex well, well again, and it's going to burn the shit out of me. So. Yeah, well, I'll talk to you Saturday afternoon, and you can curse him again. Right, right. I'm going to go over and talk to have a personal chat with James Coy over there. <laughs> really get into this uh, Orange Brigade. I'm going to tell them I'm going to light their orange brigade on fire. It doesn't turn around pretty soon. Um, yeah, yeah, you know what? Um, you're right. Although, you know what? Uh, I don't think these are any worse than the 450s, these, these guys, to me. They're both, oh, they're, I do. They're both poopy. They're both poopy. Um, okay. So, um, now's the time. Give me your four guys on a Wednesday. My four guys would be a baker. Uh, stamp that, unless he just has some kind of issue. And... Possibly RJ. Uh, this is a big amateur track. He's raced here a lot, guaranteed. Um, I don't love that, though. Um, I don't know. I think they're, you know, close your eyes and pick. You know, Plessinger maybe. Um, Jordan Smith maybe. But I don't I don't necessarily love any of them. I'll be real honest with you. 
Uh, I think Alex Martin, even at a seven, wouldn't be terrible because I think he, like you, or you know, I know how excited you are, but he probably gets you fifty points on the day. Mm-hmm. So I texted Cincerello to ask him how, how many laps he has at Muddy Creek. So maybe we'll find the answer live okay. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Alex, you you told me to stay away from those guys. You told me. I I, I fully stand by that statement, but sometimes. 50 points is better than 20, you know? Mm-hmm. Some of these guys, you're just completely gambling. You know, I really believe that. Do you know what's a big gamble? Do you know what's a huge gamble? I mean, you may as well pretty much put one bullet in a revolver and just spin it, put it up against your head. Jordan Smith. Um, Jordan Smith. Yeah, I could say that about a lot of guys on here. No, Jordan Smith at a zero. Yeah. Like, that is <laughs> that can go really good, really good, or that can be yep. terrible. Like, that is... Yep. There's probably no middle ground with that. <laughs> nope, I agree. But having said that, I think I will, he will be on my team. Because you, told, because you told me in this game of motocrossfantasy.com, you, you need to gamble. You do need to gamble. That's what no you told me. No question about that. No. Uh, hold on. Cincerello is typing. As an amateur on a little bike. He has a lot of laps at Muddy Creek. Yeah, he was always hurt on a big bike, I right. feel like, as an amateur. Right, okay. So there we go, folks. Do, do with that information as you will. But I guarantee you... There's no other fantasy podcast actually getting answers from Adamson Cirillo during the show. I don't oh. think there's a fantasy podcast out there anyway. So you got a good point. You're you're right either way. Right. Okay. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. I think okay. we've got everything covered. Um, All right. Well, people just know that we're we're second and sixth in Moto Dynasty in 450 overall. So yeah, we really need to harp on that because when things get worse. Yeah. Uh, then we won't be able to say what, it anymore. What, we look like geniuses. What are you right doing now. in motocross fantasy? This is my first year of playing this this league. What, where are you at? Uh, I think I'm just above a hundred. I think I want to say like one fifteen, but I'm come. I'm catching up. I was like two eighty, oh, okay. then one fifty, now one fifteen. Oh. So go- the march is on. I'm going the uh, other way. It's going to take me all summer to get there. I went thirty nine to like seventy, and I'm one hundred five right now. So I'm going the other way. Yep. Um, all yep. right, everybody. N fabcom Great guy. Sponsors of the JGR uh, Auto Trader team with Nicoletti, Pike, and Barsha. Thanks to RacerX for putting this up. Thanks to n-fab.com, and thanks to uh, Jason Thomas as well, and uh, hopefully you guys have a good fantasy week, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thanks, JT. See you guys.